the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2021. Keep listening to hear Morris Lilienthal as we share his talk, Five Ways to Grow Your Radius of Influence. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Have you grabbed your ticket to this year's conference? If not, head to MaxLawCon2022.com to get yours today. Now, do the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is... The Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. So being a lawyer is hard, right? I mean, that's why we're here. We're trying to figure this stuff out and trying to learn from everybody else that does a great job in our group and pick up little nuggets in doing. If you find a path Without any obstacles, it's probably not a path worth taking, right? So, you know, I think systems, processes, marketing, all these things are tough to do. But what I would tell you is if you do not have cases to work, nothing else is important. You can have the best systems. You can have be the best lawyer in your field, in your community. If you don't have the cases to work, you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs. So what I want to talk to you about today are things that I see successful lawyers in this group doing, some things that have worked for me and my firm that has allowed us to grow our circle of influence, our radius of influence, whatever you want to call it. These are things that have worked for us because the more people you're connected with, Bernard is doing this through Facebook groups, I'm going to talk about it, using social media and different things out there and how to connect with people and stay in touch with people because the more people you're in touch with, the greater chance you have of getting more leads and more cases into your firm, regardless of your practice here. So I want to dive right into it. And these are going to be hopefully practical things that you can use and do. So the first one is public speaking. And I, and I, I started really small with this and I really branched out. This led me to where I'm at today to being able to get up on awesome conferences like this. I've spoken at national marketing conferences, but it started and we still do what I call lunch and learns. And, and it's very simple. And I don't care what your practice area is, if you do estate planning, find the 20-minute presentation. It needs to be a short bite and put together something about why you need to have an estate plan, why that's important to everybody regardless of your wealth. For me, I do personal injury work. Nobody wants to hear about the life of a personal injury case. Hell, I don't want to hear about it. Okay, but what I've done, the way I figured that out is I said, what can I do that would be a value to somebody that might win a 20-minute presentation? So I've put together a presentation of how to what homeowners and auto insurance 101, what you need to know about your policy. So when you come see me, if you're in a wreck, 
that you didn't make a mistake and you don't have coverage to cover you, UM coverage, MedPay, those kinds of things. Find that niche that you can talk about that there are people out there looking for that information. And then what do you do? Rotary clubs, Kiwanis clubs, groups. I tell you what we've done, we've reached out to a lot of doctors groups, the utilities boards, and we provide lunch. Or if they can do breakfast, I've got one in December again with the utilities board. I bring donuts and milk and juice, and there's 100 people in the room just like this, and I have one of the partners from my firm come talk about estate planning, and I do auto insurance. We walk out of there at least with four to five estate plans before we leave out, so it's paid for our time. But I'm making a connection not with the people just in this room, but the people that have, that have allowed me to come into their office or to come into their setting are super appreciative. A lot of you probably do this. We do this at my firm. Pre-pandemic we did. We would have people come in and we did a CPR class. We had someone come in and do self-defense. My firm loved it. My staff was so appreciative. These people, if you can go to a business and say, hey, I'd love to provide this to your staff. I'll bring lunch for them and do. Think about how great that is. And then share that out. Take pictures. Take a selfie and do. And we'll talk a little bit about social media in a minute on a bigger scale and share that out and prompt how you're doing that and providing value to others in the community. Okay, so that's that. And not just you. If you've got experienced paralegals, they can do this. Hey, how many people in here probably have or know somebody that's got a podcast or a Facebook live show and do? That has become very popular out there. Okay, and if we're talking about the niches and things that you can do, reach out to someone and be, to ask to be a guest on their podcast. I've been doing my show for four years now, and Man, it jazzes me up when somebody reaches out to me to ask to be a guest. Nine times out of ten, they're, they're a good fit. And so I will set them up and do. And if you will be a guest on someone's podcast, that is a way to give yourself validity and do. So you can prompt that out there. And that allows you to work your way up to bigger conferences and bigger stages. And then if you're a guest on their podcast or their show, pre-promote and post-promote it. Don't just be a guest and go away. You need to be repurposing everything you do. Get every squeeze out of that lemon you can. Put it on your website. If you don't have a bio page, if you go to my Mo Show website and go there, there's a bio page for my show. And every podcast and every presentation, this one will be on there next week, there's going to be a link to that and where you can click over and listen to me on the couple of times I've been on with Jim and Tyson or the other podcast or when I've been on Jordan's show before. You'll find those connections and do. Because that's a resume builder for me that if I want to grow my influence to get on bigger and bigger stages to be able to speak at the National Trial Lawyers Marketing Conference, I didn't do that without building that resume up. But now I'm getting calls and I'm walking in and people are reaching out to me from all over. Bernard was talking about reaching out to me from all over the country to do that. But you've got to take that first step. And just, you know, it's, it's not hard. The same thing with trial lawyer seminars or with local bar groups. Reach out. Hey, I'd love to put together a presentation. For example, right now, I've done a couple of presentations on how to take effective Zoom depositions, right? Appropriate topics, reached out to the trial lawyers, and I've done that. But that got me in front of a couple hundred people at the state trial lawyers conference recently. And I did it Zoom via Zoom, so that was really interesting, which is, you know, kind of tough to get the feedback of the room when you're looking at a camera. But it's really neat, and it has provided me a platform to grow my circle of influence and do. But if you don't ask, you're not going to get it. Okay, social media. And let me just be honest. Most of you suck at this. <laughs> you do, especially for your firm. There are a couple of firms and some folks, certainly Bernard is next level, and then Ryan McKean's firm does a great job of it. Tyson, Amy, you guys do a great job at your firm. This is something that you need to be doing, but you need to be doing it in the right way. 
when I look on firms' websites and then I go click over to their social media, what do I see? Two things. One, you hadn't posted since last Thanksgiving. Or you post and it's a graphic about why I need to call you. Nobody wants to hear that crap. And we talked about the 80-20 rule earlier, about 20% about self-promotion, the, 80, the other 80% needs to be giving value to your audience. And here's uh, just some great examples, local events, you know, hey, the BBB's got something going on or a shredded day, share that out and tweet that out. Get involved in your community and connect with others in your community. Here's what Ryan's firm did something with pizza and they tagged the local pizza place. So business to business networking, and if you're networking with those businesses, what are they going to do? They're going to comment on your post. They're going to retweet. They're going to reshare your post. They're going to engage with you. Then maybe you can connect with them to do a lunch and learn, right? It starts building and compounding on itself. So you've got to do it. Uh, consumer safety stuff, you know, show how you're getting involved in the community. So, you know, at my firm, I'm very involved in the local school system because my wife's a teacher and my son's uh, in middle school now, hard to believe, but anyway, he's middle school now. And so I still go out to the school and read and do. But I don't go, hey, look at Mo, he's out reading at the school. I take a picture and I always take a funny picture with the, t- with the kids. I ask if we can put our fingers up our nose or do whatever and take funny pictures with the students. But I share it out and I tag the local school. I tag the superintendent who's been a guest on my show. And I do all those kinds of things from the promotion of, hey, the local kids at the school, really, the, the local school needs people to come out and read to the kindergarten students. Had a blast reading to Miss Jones's class today. You know, look at the funny picture we did. Right. And so they're retweeting it. They're resharing it out and doing it builds upon itself. But don't don't put graphics of interact, need a check or call me for your DUI. This nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. They're not going to retweet and reshare that. Right. Be a human. But you can do other valuable things if you've got a lot of evergreen content on your on your website. You know, if you've got stuff, you know, that you use every year about pool safety or Halloween safety. These are tips and things that are good value for your audience that you can share out. So share that out and build upon that. It's not that hard. The other thing, in addition to consistency, what I would say is target somebody in your firm to manage this. It shouldn't be multiple players. I had a hard time letting go of that. I was the one in charge of it for a few years. I don't think you should completely outsource it. This is just most philosophy. Uh, there are some digital firms that will do it. I think you'll lose your voice on it. Uh, or at least you need to have your hands involved in it. So I have a VA. It took me a while to find the right fit. She's fantastic. And for the first couple of months, we were checking in almost on every post. Now she knows the pulse of our firm. She knows the local, the local groups that we associate with. She's following the local websites to get articles. But we're still sending her information. So if one of my associates goes out and he's at a courthouse and he takes a picture, he knows to send it to Haley so Haley can add it into the rotation. We got a fantastic review the other day. I sent it to her last week. I looked on social today and she shared it out. I had no idea when it was going out, but she shared it out. Find someone or be that person and have the whole firm contribute to providing you content. That's going to make it a lot easier. You know, one other thing to kind of help that's been successful for us is FirmFlex. We've been a member of FirmFlex for a couple of years with Jay Ruane, um, the do-it-yourself plan, and we just get ideas and topics from them about what to post on a daily or weekly basis. Do we use it a lot, like every day? Absolutely not. And I'm not downtrodden that, but we use it and get ideas, and we meld it to fit our firm's philosophy in our city. And so it works for us. Have you ever felt overwhelmed with everything there is to do within your legal practice? How do you keep up with your legal work while making time for growing your practice and attracting clients? Do important things like deadlines and even your family fall through the cracks? 
This is why you should join us at the number one conference for legal entrepreneurs, Max LawCon. We're going to be focused on helping practices scale and bringing calm to the order. This conference is curated in order to accelerate your implementation. Based on where you are in your legal practice, we're going to help you identify exactly what is most important right now. When you leave Max LawCon, you go home with complete clarity, focus, and a plan to make 2022 your best year ever. And not only your best year in terms of revenue, but your best year in terms of time. Time back with your family. More time to do the work that is in your zone of genius. Only taking the clients that you like. And more money in your pocket. It's all at the Maximum Lawyer Conference. Max LawCon is a two-day event on Thursday, June 2nd and Friday, June 3rd in St. Charles, Missouri. Seats are filling fast. Grab yours today at www.maxlawcon2022.com. All right, so I'm super big on personal social and letting your guard down. I think a lot of times people see us and they just see us in suits or they see us as the lawyer and we're not approachable for the average person. And Bernard was kind of talking about this with, with football, with his high school and with, and with college. Share your human side. Share your why. People are going to connect with you. If people connect with you on a humanistic level, then they're going to relate to you and they're going to get to know you and they're going to follow you. And then you can sprinkle in a little law here or there, or they're going to dive a little deeper into who you are, and then they're going to follow you. And when they have a legal need, they're going to call you. I've been pounding away at this for five years, and I love it. I do not have a day that does not go by. I do not get a DM on some platform from somebody about a legal matter. I just signed up a car three hours away from somebody I went to high school with I hadn't seen in 20 years. So I'm telling you, it works, but be passionate. For example, my fat to fit journey, I'm sometimes super fat to medium fat to somewhere in between there, and I'm more close to the medium right now, thankfully. I don't know how long that'll hold on, wait to the next max law. But what I will tell you is fitness is something that relates and resonates with a lot of people. There are a lot of people that struggle with their weight that relate to what I talk about in my fat to fit journey. And there are a lot of people that are very healthy that don't relate to that, but they relate to the fitness part. Or they're on the trend of Peloton. And I've had one for four years, so I've been, I was way ahead of that curve, by the way. But anyway, people relate to that. But think about doing that. Take your phone, shoot videos. We were talking about that. Jordan was talking about that. I've got hundreds of these tips from Mo. Almost none of them are law-related. Some are consumer-related. But most are just about parenting tips, life tips, inspirational tips. And I just put a note when I see something or something inspires me, I do it. But I've just used this hashtag. If you go hashtag tips from Mo, you're going to see it all over. But people that I don't know or I don't really have a relationship with offline will come up to me, I love your tips from Mo. And I'm just blown away by it. But it's because they're relating as a parent. They're at the ball field all day long or, or they relate to the T-shirt, the weekend work shirt that I shared with a low battery on it, like a cell phone that says dad life on it or whatever it says. And so people relate to that, but they get to know me, the human, not me, the lawyer. And then they're calling. I promise they will. Consider doing a Facebook live show. We've got some great folks in our group that do this. Chris Nicolason does it. Mitch Jackson does a great job with his stuff. Parker Larison down in Louisiana does a great job. If I said, could you identify 20 people in your community that you want to network with them or network with their base with their market to get you business. You could probably sketch out 10 to 20 people pretty quick. That's an awkward conversation to call them up. Hey, Susie. Hey, I'm Morris Lillienthal. I'd like to network with you so I can market to your base. 
But if you said, I'd like for you to be a guest on my podcast to talk about what's going on, well, yeah, that's an easy end, right? I mean, I've had the mayor, I've had city council people. Last week, I had the Humane Society on. What an awesome group, never knew them, just totally reached out to them and said, hey, I'd love for you to be a guest. I want to share your mission. I'm passionate about animals and pets and what's going on. Would you come on? Heck yeah, we would. They have 15,000 people on their Facebook page. They're sharing it out and retweeting it out. So I'm connecting with them in a natural way that they're more likely to engage with me and do. Okay, this one seems obvious. I know, first rule, I'd say, you know, becoming active in your community and get involved. But here, here's a rule that, that I heard from somebody in Stoll and really like. It's if it's not hell yes, it's hell no. The most valuable thing that I have and we all have is our time, time with our family, time at work and do. So be very selective with this. And it need, we've heard the word passion or interest is, is very true here. But I have found the things that my firm, this is my law partner, Doug, who is, I call him the governor of Huntsville. He knows everybody because he's been so involved in Rotary. He was bar president. He was now bar commissioner. He was an NCAA hockey ref. I know hockey, Huntsville, Alabama, it sounds weird. But he was a hockey ref for 35 years. We get tons of business from his relationships, from all the, these couple of networks that he's been involved in. But I'm very passionate about Rotary and the mission of Rotary service above self. And so I get a ton of business from my Rotary Club and other Rotary Clubs out there. But find those things. And when you're out there, again, go back to the other things we just got through talking about and find appropriate ways to grab that information and reshare that information on social. Put it into your, we're going to talk about newsletters and e-newsletters next. Reshare and repurpose that information to humanize your firm and humanize yourself. Okay, this is something that, I talk to a lot of, especially younger lawyers when I, when I have lunches and try to get to know a lot of the young lawyers in our community that I think a lot of people miss. And I wanted to bring it up here because some of you may not be doing this, and I think this is critical. And that's staying in touch. Some people call it your tribe, your herd, blah, blah, blah. Stay in touch with people that you already have contacted with over the years. It's critical. My firm had been in existence for 72 years before I joined. This is how many times they'd reached out to their former client base. It was all grin and grip. They've done a great job for 72 years. And I said, where's our client list? Uh, what are you talking about? I said, ooh, that's a problem. So we got a high school student and we built one. You can use your you know, case management software or just get an Excel spreadsheet and do it. You know, John Fisher, some of you met John or know John. John has narrowed down his base. He's a fantastic human being first. He's a great MedMal lawyer. But he knows who his customer and client base is. It's referring attorneys. So he has this wonderful newsletter for people like me and you that he reaches out and sends to with management stuff, marketing stuff, culture stuff. I read it and I'm going to stop because I know it's good content. And I'm every time I pick it up, top of the mind, John is top of mind and do. And when I saw him this and his wife this morning, I thought about his newsletter. So we do the same thing. We're not marketing that. We're to send it to former clients. That's just some ideas. You know, we've had some success. You know, we did a World War II veteran of a client spotlight recently. A lot of people really enjoyed that. We'll share out some successes, certainly some consumer safety stuff. It's kind of crazy to me, but people love recipes. We put a recipe every time. I've had people walk up and say, hey, I've got your wife's whatever recipe, and it's clipped in my recipe thing and done. And people love it. I'm not going to knock it if they like it. The other thing I would say with this is a mistake that I think some people make. Now, I preface this by check with your local bar association. I've checked with the state bar in Alabama, and this is permissible. But when people call your firm, a lot of times it's not something you can handle. 
And at our firm, we, we handle estate planning, probate. I do personal injury, and we do a lot of different things. So if it's not something we can handle, there's probably not anybody else that can handle it. You know, if it's bankruptcy or workers comp, I'll send it to Bernard or whatever. But that person may not ever hire a lawyer because they may not need a lawyer. So what happens three years later when they, I don't want them going online looking for a lawyer three years later when they get hit by a tractor trailer. I want to have touched with them throughout that three years with my newsletter, with my football magnet, with birthday cards, everything else. And in our state, and I would imagine in the most states, again, check with your state bar, but it's probably permissible for you to, to market to those people since they reached out to you originally for legal services. Capture their information. That goes back to intake, and that's a different topic for a different day. But make sure you're capturing their information, and you should be touching those people three, four, five times a year at a minimum. We do birthday cards, you know, not original, but people love them. We get contacted by that all the time. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. And I sign every one of them. Absolutely. And then we usually throw in one other little throwaway swag. Speaking of swag, thank you. It's a perfect segue. I've got these little uh, cleaners, you know, lens cloths to clean glasses or cell phone screens. They don't change the postage rate at all. So I throw one of those in in every, every birthday card. And But you think about who really does birthday cards or handwritten notes anymore. We get information from people. Hey, I never, my kids don't send me a birthday card. Thanks, Mo. You know, swag's personal. I like things that stick. I'm not a big, we don't have a huge marketing budget. So I'm not one to to do a lot of throwaway swag, you know, pins and little bitty things. We've got some of that. But we do the football magnets. Of course, football's king. Except last weekend when both teams lost. But we do 10,000 of those. We have people knocking our door down asking for those magnets. So think about something like that that'll stick. We've got our practice areas and things in there, but we're going to hit the fridge every time. And look and see what other people are doing that you like. The bottles have worked for us. I really like that. I got a FirmFlex bottle, and I thought, man, this thing's great. I wonder what this cost and who makes this. I just reached out and said, who did you guys use for this? I want to steal it. Put my marketing on. If you've got a really cool logo like Big Mike, I don't have an awesome beard like that. But if you've got, you know, people love T-shirts. The other thing we, we like to do is tote bags, and we try to find creative ways to give those away. You know, local farmers markets, homeless shelters. Again, I'm big in the school system, so I provide tote bags to every teacher in the school system in Madison. So we provide that out because I know teachers love bags. They're appreciative of that, and we try to provide value to do that. Be glad to fill any quick questions. I'll be around this evening if you've got questions. And that's me. And the last thing I'd say is it's unbelievable to me how this thing has grown. I was, I guess I'm an OG. I was at the original one in 2018. People in this group have been so giving. I implemented Filevine last year, and I bet there were 10 people that I had calls or Zoom calls with to give me their Filevine stuff and feedback. It's unbelievable. So I want to, in return, if you got questions about anything that I talked about, you want to know how to run a Facebook Live show, you want to know how to, to do any of these Lunch and Learns, any of that, please reach out to me if you scan the QR code there. It'll download that, and it will also give you all my social media handles on there. So please give me a follow on social. and be glad to engage with you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.